I got a message for your American buddy. I'm your wife, damn it! Ah, would have to go up to the wives in the library or the supermarket and say hello. I am new here. I know, George, you think I don't know anything, but I know people. I get 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. You want your file? I found you your file. You want it out? I got you out. You needed money? I found you some. Now, let's face it here. I've got to, you know, latch on to something in my life. Oh, yeah, you blind. No use to try to sweet talk me, Miss Scarlett. I know you ever since I put the first pair of diapers on you. Who was going to love me? Who, who was going to make me feel good? I wish I had a mother like me instead of nice. Nice gets you shit. I got a two-inch thick solo in steak. Sit and defrost and wait this minute. When you and Guy come over and supple with us tonight, what do you say? of the Best Supporting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to celebrating and dissecting the performances of our favorite Best Supporting Actresses. My name is Nick Kachanov, and how's my 2022 going? Not well, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, say what you will about 2021, but my name is Colin Drucker, and it did provide some satchels of gold. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't realize we were going to start with roadie quotes. I would have I, I would have come very it, prepared. It just I stole it probably from like a lot of people, but I saw that Dorinda Medley tweeted that the other day. How's everyone's 22 22 2022 going? And then Robbie Rozelle put it in his uh, Instagram story and then just wrote the words like not well bitch, which I'm sure like everyone wrote on that Twitter right. thread. Right. But um that yeah. was the call and response she was yes, putting out. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah she knew yeah. what she was doing. God bless her. Ah, uh, Dorinda Medley. Great Barrington. <laughs> Waitress of the Red Lion. You know what's funny? Um, first of all, your impression is just, I can't get enough of it. I, I need like a full monologue or something. Uh, I, you know, just, and of course, all I can really say is, I'm Dorinda Medley. I'm from Great Barrington. Yeah, then it's, like, that's all I can you say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the quote, the quote that everyone quotes um is not I made it nice. It's I did it nice. Did you know that? I but have nav. I have navigated uh, a, a similar territory because I was watching some clip show or reunion, and I saw the yes. same thing, and I was like, "Wait a minute." So she says, I did it nice. And that's, I think, the moment that everyone quotes, but then, or that they think they're quoting, but then she goes on and kind of repeats it and says, I made it nice. So she does eventually say, oh, I made it nice. Okay. But you, you bring up a very good point because I had the same thought of like, hey, if we're going to put this on a sheet cake, let's just make sure it's correct, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's very true because I made it nice is the quote that everyone says. Yeah. And it is on that cake. I got to that point. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, oh, yeah. yeah. That, oh, yeah. That's right. It is on that cake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if that was intentional, but. Uh, no, but then, yeah. Um, <laughs> as, I, as I put my face into a lit candle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bonking off a window. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think this I, I'm glad that we're starting this episode talking about Dorinda Medley because yes. in in some ways she really is Dorinda Medley. She really is <laughs> <laughs> she really is a BSA of twenty twenty one. I would yes. certainly for myself, I would I don't want to speak for you, but um definitely a highlight of the past year, which is yeah. of course what we're here to talk about this week is some of our BSAs of our 2021 coverage on ye old best supporting podcast. Yeah, I feel like there were some milestones in the past year. We had our first guest in 2021. We had mm-hmm. uh, Dublin Zotrope, aka Mark, 
of Instagram yep. talking about fatal attraction. We had our very first Westins ceremony. Uh-huh. Some some real milestones, I think. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm proud of what we've put out. You know, just was kind of scrolling past or c- scrolling through the last year and making my list today. It's it's a good batch of stuff that we've talked about. I agree. I agree. I feel like we we covered it all from TV to movies. We we uh, we started the best supporting after show. Yeah. We we kind of rounded out the year. Uh, I would say for the first time, really, you know, keeping up with the Oscars coverage, even though nothing's been announced. Uh, there were some Golden Globes, but I think we'll save that for the best supporting after show on Patreon. Yes, I'm excited but, to yeah. talk about that. Me too. Uh, I, it, it, I mean, I, I had to be told they happened. I was like, oh, yes, yes. Okay. They um, blink and you yeah. miss them. Yeah, yeah. So you know, well, not so golden, are they? So we'll <laughs> talk about that. But um, but yeah, we we are here to count down our BSAs, our personal BSAs, um, of our episodes from 2021, and uh, consider this almost a best of. Um, in our humble opinions of episodes to go back and visit or revisit from the past year. Yeah. I listened to our best of 2020 and we did have a top 10. I do not remember having a top 10, but today we're doing, I mean, really, I feel like we'll probably almost get to a top 10 with how many like honorable mentions I have. I really try to whittle it down, but we're going to do a top five with some honorable mentions. And I think I feel good about my list. There are, there's so many things that I want to talk about, but um, how many honorable mentions do you have, Colin? I think that I have ba- like five. Yeah, like I basically <laughs> so do I. I corroborating what you just yes. said. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I guess we could kind of not blow through our honorable mentions, but you know, we'll we'll talk about the top five. We'll just feel it out. I guess there really aren't yeah. any, aren't any rules here, right? No, we're, you know, we're also like, you know, uh, we may not be, you know, doing the, the speakeasy version of the Golden Globes where nobody knows about it, but this is a, this is a low key, not even an award show. You know how we yeah. do award shows around here. This is just a, you know, uh, a sitting around talking about what we loved. So if we talk That's about right. it for a few minutes, if we don't talk about it for more than a few seconds, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, um, yeah this great. is like the this is like the Oscars in a train station. We're just breaking all the rules here. <laughs> yes. So, um, my I'm going to jump right in with my yes, first please. honorable mention, and this was I I don't know if what kind of coverage this may have gotten in our best of 2020 because this episode was technically our very first episode of 2021, <gasps> and that was an, a very important movie to me, and that was our Lazy Susan episode. Yes. Oh, good. I'm glad you're bringing this up because that was something I figured you would talk about. Yes, go on. Yes. I mean, it just I don't know. I don't know what it was about that movie or the way that it hit me or the way that it tickled me, but I just, I haven't seen it in a little bit because I didn't want to burn out on it, but like I just, I haven't fallen in love with a movie like that in such a long time. Uh, It just, ugh, it was, it was so perfect. It was, you know, Sean Hayes doing this like weird suburban drag. It was Allison Janney managing a Kmart. Yes. It was Margot Martindale with her with her humidifier and her and her smoking acting outside of the church. <laughs> uh, it was uh, Darlene Hunt giving us like independent Spirit Award realness in the backseat of the car. Oh, I yes. mean, like yes. there was just so 
much. There was the um, oh, what was her name? Carrie, uh, who who plays his friend, who plays Susan's friend. Oh, her name was like um, Corin or something. Or yeah, not in Corin. real life, but I think in the, her character's name is Corin or something. Carrie Aisley, I think her name was, and the character's sure. name was Corin. Yeah, but it just, I mean. If, if you are listening to this and you have not watched Lazy Susan, if you have been a listener of this podcast and you have heard one or both of us mention Lazy Susan, I, I, it, it's like my life's work is to get more people to watch Lazy Susan. So, a gem, yes. A gem, yes. an absolute fucking gem. So that is my first honorable mention. Ah, oh, love that. I think that that's perfect considering it was our first episode of 2021. What a great yeah. way to kick it off. Yeah, what about you? I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction with a YouTube video that I think you found first, and I was, like, enraged that you found it because I should have been on top of it. But it goes to Novimpia's uh, Ina Garten parody on YouTube. And we talked about it briefly, I feel like, in a Best Supporting After Show, but a drag performer from, I believe, I think she's from Australia, correct? I feel like she has that. I think I looked it up. Yeah. I thought it was Australian. She's actually British. But oh, she's, nice. You know, so she's one of, yeah, she's over there. Wow, could have fooled me. Um, but she is, I mean, I've watched it so many times, and it's perfection. I mean, the nuances that she captures in that, that video and just the absurdity of it, it's a high recommend. Just type in Novimpia, N-O-V-Y-M-P-I-A, Ina Garten, and just enjoy. I loved it. Yeah, that was that was great. And yeah, there is that thing of like, oh, my God, have you seen this? Like the moment I saw it, I was like, yeah. I can't even finish watching this. I just need to send it. So Ugh, it's so um, good. yeah. Well, another uh, honorable mention of mine, uh, we did actually kind of uh, open the episode a bit with this, but it really is probably really more from the Best Supporting After Show, and thanks to you, the introduction and the absolute invasion of my life that Roni has taken. Ah, uh, beautiful. The, the obsession that Real Housewives has become in my life. And, you know, I'm, I'm always so worried that people are going to hear this and go, oh, God, they're talking about the housewives. But I can't tell you how many people, whether I've mentioned it on this podcast or All Right, Mary, who have been like, oh, my God, I love that you're watching Housewives and they want to talk about it. And they're willing to, like, answer questions or give recommendations. And, like, I think maybe that has been even more lovely is that, like, the the Real Housewives community is just so welcoming. And so yes. it's. You know, I I oh I resisted this thing, this behemoth for so many years, and now, I mean, I don't know the release date of the next Ultimate Girls Trip, but you and I will be covering it in gross detail because it will include both Jill Zarin and Dorinda Madley. So, <laughs> yeah, to say nothing of, I don't want to get old. Thank yes. you, Gunvalson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Uh, frankly, I'm I am surprised that that did not rank higher in your list because it is pretty high for me. But we'll talk about Roni a little bit more later that's like a little a little tease great i'm happy there's more representation this was there was a lot of heartbreak over here so in the consideration pool so i'm happy to hear that lovely um my i guess we'll call it a number nine unofficially i guess is a very small moment in a movie that we both loved that i just anytime i see her it is the first thing i think about and it is darcy carden and other people (gasps) Oh, I love the that. single tear heard round the world. I just can't because I was looking through episodes and I was just like, yeah, that was a moment. And so unexpected, so beautiful. 
And I know she has like, you know, she's been in the good place. She's like really taking the world by storm. But again, I think we've said this in, during that episode. Like if I ever met her, I would I would totally bring that up. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also important to mention because that was that was one of those moments where it was like, whoa, th- this like w- we heard the gay whistle tone on this one. Yes. And she did go on to win a Weston for that as yes. best featured ensemble performer. So I. uh yeah, I'm. I'm. I love that. That was such a great little moment. Yes. So thank you. Uh, you know, fun fact on that scene that I realized like way later, and you know, on is that the other guy that they're talking to in that scene is the friend in the other two. Is is Carrie's oh. his his friend who works in the clothing store and who's on the the ferry with him. Who's like, you know, listen, you're not being a great friend right now, and I could either not tell you and just hate you, or I could just tell you right now. Or, and, and when he goes to see his, one, his, his play, he's like, oh, oh, something bit me. I need to leave. I'm sorry. I need to leave. Something bit me. I have to go. <laughs> Wait, is um, this from other people or is this from what you were just it, talking about? He's in other people and the other two. He's in that scene okay. with Darcy Carden in the bar. Oh, gosh. Why is it all such a blur? Everything that you just described, I do not remember, and I apologize. Well, that's all right. Somebody listening remembered. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know. I'm sorry. Yeah. One day you're going to rewatch the other two, and it's all going to come flooding back to you of like, oh, that's what he was talking about. And you'll yes. text me, and it'll be fine. Yes. Um, so just to be clear, too, there is there, – we're talking about two different others. We're talking about other people and the other two, which is that show that I've never seen an episode of ever. Wait a minute. How have we gotten this far into I 2021 know. Yes, that it's Colin. 2022 and yep. you've never I've not watched... seen a single episode? <laughs> like, the I'm like, well, what do you think of that? To which what do you think of this? Assi- how about this? Yeah, how about this? What about this? I know. The assignment I think... you just yes. gave yourself. Yes. Wow. That's why I, I don't know if you were quoting. Yes. Uh, all the of other that two. was. Okay, great. That's okay. So that makes sense. Yes, I was in this mental assumption that you had seen the other two. No, Keon has watched, I think, both seasons. So well, he Keon, would, I, hope, I hope, I hope, I hope, Keon, could you, <laughs> could you pick up the slack for, and laugh for both of you yeah. uh, at, at all of those quotes? Wow. I know. Oh. One well, of those well, things. One of those things. We're going to talk about that in the after show. Okay, um, I can't wait. Wow. Oh, that's okay. So, um, great. Well, Darcy Carden. Uh, yeah who was not in the other two, not that you would know that anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, my next uh, uh, honorable mention is, and again, I mean, a, a year of Titans, the fact that one of my honorable mentions could be our Fatal Attraction episode with Mark, a.k.a. Dublin Zoetrope. This is, I mean, really a, a highlight of 2021. Mm. Our very first guest and yes. I mean, he was just so funny and such a delight. And it was just, uh, it was great. It was, I just like, couldn't believe it was like, I, does he know what podcast he's on right now? You know, I know. Um, does he know how he's stooping to <laughs> conquer? And I, and yet there were just so many things that I wanted to clean out about this year, or this episode that I had to put in an honorable mentions, but it, absolutely. But in terms of as a podcaster and as an actor sexual, it was a highlight of the year for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've I've admired him since the Lady Watch days and to just like have him on the pod and just, you know, bask in his wittiness and, uh, you know, all his knowledge that he has to impart. Uh, And it was it was a joy. So that's that's great. I'm glad you brought that up. Yay. Um, I'm going to go. 
I'm just looking at my list, my honorable mentions, because I just had them in any particular order. But I'm going to go, I texted you about this earlier, but I'm going to go with Piper, Laurie, and Carrie, our Carrie episode, and how crucial that was for me to revisit again, and how it really just catapulted that performance into one of my, I feel... I can confidently say like one of my top five favorite BSA performances, like as far as like Oscar nominated, maybe should have won that year, but it's hard because Beatrice Strait, it's like, mm. it's such a great to- conversation topic. Like if anyone's at a party and they want to, I don't know what year that was at the Oscars, but if they ever want to talk about Piper Laurie versus Beatrice Strait, like pull up a chair and get me another drink. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, that was, yes, If you just have to say, hey, who wants to talk about the best supporting actress race of 1976? And yes. just watch them come running. Yes. Um, I mean, this almost makes up for the for the complete disregard you have for Ruth Gordon in Rosemary's yes. Baby. I mean, this pretty much the, yes. the the level of disrespect. No, I'm kidding. I <laughs> Far too much. I uh, No, I love that. It's such a... I think I would have never predicted that. I didn't, and I love it. I don't, I think it's a great performance. I love Piper Laurie in that movie, but I I don't think I would have pegged that as one to have like pinged for you so hard. So Same. what a delight. Yeah, yeah I am uh, forever grateful that we revisited, revisited that. I just, I love that performance. And I can't wait to watch it again, you know, like come Halloween or just whenever I feel mm-hmm. like it. It's just, uh, it's a classic. Yeah. Absolutely. And that was fun. We did, yeah, our, our scary BSAs. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all right. Well, my next, I think on the list, the next, again, this is, uh, it's crazy that this only made the honorable mentions. But I I, I was almost going to bundle this all up into one, but I'm going to, well, yeah, you know what? I'm going to bundle this all up Do into it. one. Yeah. So really the headliner is, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, is like our 2021 Oscar race coverage or, you know, Mm. awards consideration coverage. I feel like the movies that we've covered this year that will likely show up, you know, in, in the Oscar shortlists, you know, West Side Story and Coda and Power of the Dog, dog, like have just been really, really enjoyable. And, and, you know, uh, I would love to put mass on that list, but unfortunately I don't think mass (sighs) will, uh, will be there. And so in my fantasy, I'm adding mass to this. Cause I, I could say one of my BSAs or, or one of my, you know, honorable mentions or even could have made the list is the impact of mass. I'm, sure. I'm shocked to say it's not in my top five, but Whoa. I know, but it's only because I think mass transcends 2021 for me. It was <laughs> like, it's like hereditary doesn't exist in the year sure. that it was released. It, it exists in like this shelf in my mind that now makes other things on the shelf make sense. You know? Yeah, I get that. I do understand. Perfect. Um, my next one is, it's just more of like a thought. Um, Cause I, you know, I wanted to mention the white Lotus, but I, I kind of have my next slot as the rise of Jennifer Coolidge. And I know oh. she's never left, let's be honest, you know, for the people that love and live for Jennifer Coolidge, which is everyone. But I just feel like she's having, I'm, I'm just, I, I love that, you know, we talked about her being cast in that role, how she didn't really want to do it because she had gained weight during the pandemic and wasn't feeling great about herself. And I just think that that's such a great, um, 
representation or I guess reminder to everyone out there that even when you're not feeling like you can or should, that it's still worth giving it a whirl because I feel like it's sort of catapulted her into this new level of stardom, I guess, even though she, she she's always been a star. Like those, like I said, those who know Jennifer, we love her. But I feel like even to add to this list, like her, I don't know what, um, I think can't remember what category did she present at the Emmys this past year. I just like loved everything about that. She was so silly and so goosey. Well, I can't remember, but I, yeah, I mean, I remember her in that dress. Yeah. I was um, just so obsessed with her. I, I can't remember, but I, I don't know what's next for her, but like, I'm just so glad that she, um, you know, it's kind of like a white Lotus tie in, I guess. But if, if we're going to mention anyone from the white Lotus, it's going to be Jennifer Coolidge. So, I think that that's a standout performance and especially a standout BSA performance. Yeah, that was really, I mean, at least in terms of like the BSAs on TV, I felt like that was the, you know, sort of the the figurehead of that of that category. Like it yes. was sort of like the quintessential yes. example of a Best Supporting Actress on TV was Jennifer Coolidge in The White Lotus. Down to not only the performance, but what you're saying of like, here she is like mid-pandemic eating three pizzas a day, feeling terrible about herself, gets this opportunity and is like, all right, I'll do it. And then it's just like, she gets her best reviews ever for it. You know what I mean? And so there is just a lot about her. It was like, she's, people have always loved her, but she's kind of risen to a new, a new level. Um, yeah. So, um, well, I, I, there's been, you know, little mentions about the second season of the, of the white Lotus. I know Aubrey Plaza is going to be on yes. it Yes. and Michael Imperioli and apparently Jennifer Coolidge is on the cast list. So, yes. so looking forward to that again. Yeah. Tanya. Yeah. Tanya. Yeah. Um, well, I think those are all of my honorable mentions. Did you have any others? I have one more honorable mention, and this was like by a hair, it got bumped out of my top five. And I feel like, I'm like, I have a feeling we'll be talking about it in your top five, but maybe we won't. I don't know. Mm. Um, but I'm going to just mention work in progress and how like profound that show is and just like you were saying before that you just want to mention lazy susan as much much as possible i think i still want to keep saying that out loud on this podcast and to everyone i know who has access to showtime i guess that work in progress is like one of the best queer television shows that i've seen in the last you know x amount of years but also for 2021 especially season two yeah, I agree. I I did not have it on my list, so I'm so happy. Whoa. And then, I know, I know. You know, and I think it's the only reason I think a lot of things didn't make my list was just the embarrassment of riches, just the like I'm number so of things glad. we covered that like I couldn't even possibly get them all on the list. So um, I have. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. So I'm so ha- I'm so happy you're you you're you know uh, giving them the spotlight that I also feel they deserve. Great. I. I have no idea what to expect in your top five. Is it just like your milk frother? Like for <laughs> yeah, right. Five, All five of them is my one. milk frother, and then number one is Jill Zarin. Yeah, um, it, it's Ginger Zarin. Yeah, Ginger. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a tie between Ginger Zarin and Coco Singer. Yeah. Oh, perfect. This week on the Best Supporting After Show, we yeah. got the Golden Globes as essentially a tweet. I just relaxed and went to bed, and then I woke up the next morning and saw Ariana DeBose's Instagram that she was a Golden Globe winner, and I said, what? 
I mean, I think it's safe to say that the best actress race this year is uh, a speed walk. Honestly, Will Smith needs to pull an Anne Hathaway and disappear for a couple years. I'm tired of it. <laughs> really? He can, take, he can take Jada with him and put Willow in the car as well. Like, if I could just spend a weekend with one housewife, it would be with Dorinda Medley at her house in the Berkshires during Christmas. I just think she's oh, such a great yeah. host. Yeah. Oh, no. The next girl's trip is set at Bluestone Manor in oh. Great Barrington, Massachusetts. <laughs> and Oof. I watched it, and he's like, I tried to get you to watch that, like, rah, 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 rah. and I was like, okay. To hear all that and more, and get early access to our main episodes, just go to patreon.com slash bsapod. And thanks for the support. You're the best. Well, I guess... Speaking of, let's let's get into your top five. Where what what do you have for us? Well, you know, I had to give the top five slot to a pretty significant thing that happened in 2021, and that is the birth of the best supporting after show. Okay. Uh, where we queen out on all things, we continue to queen out on all things best supporting actress. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, that was born this year and was really where we we carried over not only BSA of the week, but started our best supporting assignments. And yeah. we, you know, gave some space to queen out on all the stuff that we've been watching and loving and um, really dedicating these main episodes to, you know, to certainly a couple of tangents, um, <laughs> a couple of Dorinda Madley impressions. Yes. But, you know, mostly the movie we're here to talk about or the show we're here to talk about. And, you know, the after show has just been a lot of fun. I feel like. I don't know about you, for you, but I know for me, even with All Right, Mary being, you know, a, a place to queen out about, I the after show is also this, like, catch-all of, like, all the things I wanted to queen out about or things I'd been watching and, um, you know, and, and that kind of thing of, like, when you've been watching something, you're like, oh, my God, I need to talk to somebody about this. I need to make them watch it. We like, created an opportunity for that, you know, of, like, yeah. I'm obsessed with the show. Now I have an assignment for you, you know, or... Oh, you've never watched the other two? Well, now I have an assignment for you. you know? <laughs> yes, yes. Case in point. Yeah. Um, and of course, now that is, that's all living on Patreon, you know, and maybe this is a, a native ad for our best <laughs> yeah. supporting act, uh, after show on Patreon, but we did move that over there. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're like, and you, you enjoyed 2021 with the best supporting after show, but you want even more in 2022, maybe you should become a BSAtreon at patreon.com slash BSA pod. And uh, I can guarantee you're going to get a lot more Rony Roundup. So consider that a threat or an invitation. Yes, and then some. I mean, it's award season now, so a lot of our conversations that don't have to do with the main episode will, of course, be carried over there. And I, I'm i excited to get into that. And I'm glad. I, I, get, I agree with everything you're saying. I'm so glad we have a space each week. I mean, honestly... Lately, too, I mean, for those of you who are BSHRONs, you know, our our after shows are longer than the main episodes by yeah. at least like 20, 25 minutes. So you're getting your money's worth over there if you decide to hop on hop on board. And I know there's some people trickling in and it's been uh, it's been lovely so far. And we can't thank you enough for, you know, wanting to spend that time with us, because like you said, it is unstructured and it's so it's casual and it's. But I, I love recording the after show. I look forward to it every week and, and to also be introduced to more stuff and to just also communicate with all you listeners, too. It's fun. You can comment on episodes and we have some back and forth going on. It's been lovely. 
Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited to see what we do with it this year and, yes. you know, how it grows. So yeah. um, so that's my number five is good old BSAS. Ooh, great. Um, speaking of the best supporting after show, it ties in perfectly to my number uh, five slot because I'm going to dedicate my number five best of 2021 slot to Pen15. And oh, good. more specifically, the second half of Pen15 and really just the show as a whole. I mean, it's if you've listened to the podcast, you know how much Colin and I both adore that show. And it means so much to us just with the performances of, you know, Maya Erskine and Anna Conkle. But just like what that show is and what it's doing. And I just love it so much and i i'm just gonna keep it at that i um is it just goes to pen 15 i can't wait to go back and like rewatch the beginning episodes of season one and just kind of mm-hmm. pick and choose now that it's all laid out so pen 15 is my number five yeah i'm good i'm happy to see that representation and of course yeah. speaking of the best supporting after show if you are loving the second half of the second season of pen 15 we have been covering it the past few episodes on the after show and we'll be talking about the last episode this week so navigating that blow job um yes and other things but uh well great well congratulations anna anna i always say anna and it's really it's anna but you know that's okay just anna um (laughs) well congratulations anna and maya um well my number four is you know, and this was, I, I, I moved things around, I switched things out, and yes. I finally was like, you know, I want, you know, I want a nice little mix of things. And, you know, an episode that I really enjoyed from the last year and a movie that I, I adore and I just was so nice to revisit and revisit in the Best Supporting Podcast lens is none other than Monsoon Wedding. <gasps> oh, I'm so glad you put this on the list. Yes, keep yeah. going. Keep going. I mean, just... That movie is so beautiful and so well done and so emotional and so smart and just everything about it is just this like this this huge Indian feast of Mm -hmm. of just music and food and dancing and colors and drama and talking through tears and and marigolds and it's just and it's an amazing ensemble cast I. I have loved that movie for I don't know, since whenever I saw it, like freshman year of college. And it was just really fun because I know that we did uh, the 10, 10 underappreciated performances episode, which yes. almost made my list. But that was where I had first mentioned Shafali Shaw. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, we should do Monsoon Wedding. And so um, that was a great example of like, oh, here's this thing that I loved. And this podcast created an opportunity for us to queen out about it. Yes, I it almost made, you know, it was kind of like, I guess, in like the 10 through 15 or the 11 through 15 slots. Uh, mm-hmm. like the, if we were to do a top 20, it would have definitely made that list. I'm so glad you brought it up. Yeah, Shafali Shah giving that like cool older cousin energy. You know, I just um, I really loved that performance and a movie that I would have never watched on my own. So mm, that yeah. is I'm glad to have that under my belts. Great. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, that's my number four. What do you got? Oh my goodness. Uh, my number four, it's kind of towing the line of maybe maybe like a best supporting queen, maybe. But I'm oh going to go with The Father, and more specifically, Anthony Hopkins in The Father. 
and oh, that lovely. performance. And of course, we have Olivia Coleman doing some really great work in that movie as well. But if I'm really thinking of movies in 2021 that stuck with me and performances that stuck with me, I, I can't... I can't not mention Sir Anthony Hopkins and, you know, the surprise twist of him actually winning the Oscar and not under the best of circumstances, but still like a worthy win in my eyes. And I I have not gone back to watch The Father yet. I, I know I'm going to watch it with my friend Kate because she really likes Anthony Hopkins as well. And I just haven't got there yet, but I can't wait to go back and revisit it. Um, and just him, you know, Sir Anthony Hopkins on Instagram with his cat and his piano. I just, he's a national treasure and one of the greatest actors of our, of our time. Uh, well, you know what it makes me think of, and I shouldn't even think about this, but, you know, we've had a couple celebrity losses recently. Ugh, and I thought, even. oh, that one would, I mean, they all, everything, it all, you know, it's, it, it's never great news, but, oh, yes. that, yeah. that would break my heart. Yeah. Yes. So uh, let's not manifest that. But I'm so happy to, yes, thank you for honoring Queen Anthony. Um, yeah, and, and I, I can't wait to watch The Father again, and it's like, I'm excited, of course, to see Olivia again, but it's one of those the few movies where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see the man, you know? Yes. And just that uh, film in general, I just I just love how it was directed and how like confusing mm. it is and how it really puts you in that driver's seat of uh, of what he's seeing or what he's not seeing. And I, and mm-hmm. just to cap this off, I guess it's like I think we mentioned it a couple months ago. We're eventually going to get the sun, and then right. eventually I'm hoping I think it said in the article that we're going to get the mother. And I'm just I don't even know if I'm prepared for that. Yeah. That's I, oh, yeah, the possibilities. I, okay. But yeah. Oh, there's yeah. that. There's that. Think, something to look forward to. Yes. Um, well, my number three, um, and uh, I'm going to fumble with this, <gasps> but it's the American president, and specifically oh, Annette Benning as Sydney Alloway. <laughs> I mean, and there was one, because, you know, it's almost like that and Monsoon Wedding are kind of like two sides of the same coin. One was a movie that I I strongly recommended, loved, was like, couldn't wait to share with you and celebrate, and like, was coming in hot about. And then there was mm-hmm. American President. I'd never watched it. I'd heard of it. It was probably not something I was going to watch. Seemed kind of yes. like, oh, you know, dust off the VHS tape and pop in the Stouffer's lasagna, you know, um, <laughs> which actually sounds lovely. I don't know yeah, why I'm saying that. It's a bad nice. thing. Yes, like, yeah, you. shut your mouth. Yeah. Well, lesson learned. Dust off the VHS, pop in those Stouffer's lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Because the American president was such a fucking delight. Annette yeah. Benning in that movie, because we did Mars Attacks, and then it yes. was like, oh, like, Annette was great in this, but like, oh, Annette and the American president. So we indulged, and... Even though it's you know technically a leading role in terms of things we we queened out about in 2021, it, it, the I mean there were so many moments, but like truly the moment she honked the mattress, I was like it's over. I'm oh, in love with yes. you. Yeah, in that and wearing his shirt. Yes, yeah. It just what a, a, a yeah similar to Monsoon <laughs> Wedding with you, like a movie I might have never watched, but like ugh, I it just gave me such good feelings and it was very fun to queen out about that and yes. um what's her name uh uh Anna Devere Smith yes. and you yes. know um Michael J Fox like it was a great that was a great episode great ensemble oh, cast not to be not to be missed but you know the the sister played by lesbian Amanda Kaczynski. yeah exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> 
Oh, I'm so glad you in- uh, introduced. I'm so glad you brought that up. I feel like maybe all the stuff that you mentioned, like, because really a lot of the things that you mentioned in your honorable mentions are what I'm about to talk about right now, too. So I love that you are thinking outside of the box while still sort of honoring what you genuinely felt uh, was worth mentioning. So, uh, yeah. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this, is, this is a genuine, like, oh, boy, was that. I think I listened to that episode again. A couple months ago, and I was like, God, that was really fun. Oh, that was a fun, that's a fun movie. I'm so yeah. glad you loved it. I mean, honestly, if Julia Roberts can be nominated for like Pretty Woman, I think Annette Benning could have been nominated for that movie. I'll, I'll take, I'll like die on that hill. I think it's one of her best um, performances that, that yeah. I know of. You know, yeah. I haven't seen them all, but. I feel like whenever I think of her, and we probably talked about this in that episode, as I always go to like American Beauty or like just there's there's kind of this almost sure. like campy version of Annette Benning that like I don't know I, I don't think of her as like a ridiculous actress or anything like that. She's not like a Faye Dunaway, but I I think this was her most Julia Roberts ish moment for me. You know, in terms of being a sweetheart. You know, yeah, she. I'm gonna go with my my. Uh my gut here i guess my thought process there are times because you said she's kind of she kind of has that ridiculous she's not a ridiculous actress but she does kind of go into that arena that diane keaton goes into yeah the, the hysterical sort of whatever you want to call it but i but i for all those reasons that i really love diane keaton as well too so um i'd like to see them in a movie together that'd be interesting but yeah we mm. we love we stand Sydney Ellen Wade on this podcast. And I just, I mean, I think that's the best Instagram handle of all time. And someone napped it before me, so I'll never have it. They never did? It. Yes. I think I looked it up when we recorded that episode. Or maybe I, record, I looked it up afterwards. And I'll look it up as we talk. Um, Please, but that's I'm, heartbreaking. I know. I... Or maybe it was like too many characters. Yeah, Ellen maybe. Wade. Is it S-Y? I should know It's S-I, I'm pretty sure. S-I-D-N-E-Y, Ellen yeah, this is Wade. very important. Sydney Allen Wade. Okay, I stand corrected. It has not been stolen. Girl. Do I? Do I? Yes. <laughs> just just take it. We'll deal with it later. We'll figure, put it in the trunk. We'll figure it out later. You know? <laughs> if Bo and Yang can have Faye Dunaway, I can have Sydney Allen Wade. Yeah, yes. exactly. This, oh, is, this could that. be really good for you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a rebranding of 2022. Yeah. Okay. No one oh, can I pronounce my last name anyway, so I might Perfect. as well change it. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Um, well, I am certainly not going to fumble with this one because I'm going to give my number three slots. Even though this might, you know, we went back and forth when we talked about this movie, it might technically be the leading role, the supporting role, but I'm going to just give it to Martha Plimpton in Mass. Mm, oh, I just can't. Yes. I can't describe how that performance has stuck with me and how angry I am that more people are not talking about it. I know. And uh, there, there was, I was listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour this week and they had a, a little, a lovely segment of um, kind of what we did with our, you know, BSA performances that, uh, what did we title that episode that people should know about? What was it called? You know, oh, uh, underrated. Ten- Ten underappreciated female performances. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but they kind of did that for 2021. Like m- what movies kind of did well, but maybe deserve a little bit more of an, uh, you know, a spotlight. And, mm-hmm. um, oh, what is her name on Pop Culture Happy Hour? Ugh. Linda Holmes. 
Linda Holmes is her name. Um, she mentioned mass and I like about like, you know, spit out my toothpaste when I was brushing my teeth at night when I was listening to it. I was like, yay, thank you. Finally, someone with like, you know, influence. Uh, not that people aren't talking about mass. It just seemed like it had this momentum and Anne could have had it all. And then it just kind of went away. Yeah, I I, I feel like, yeah, there was a moment where... Uh... Where yeah, like she was, she was the name on everyone's lips, and then it was like Belfast, you know. Yeah, um, you know there was what this reminds me of. There was, I think it was dare to say Buzzfeed. I think there was an article of like the best leading and supporting performances of the year. Okay, and it was like fifty six performances. Like it was a it was Whoa. a massive article, and in the supporting performances, I, I mean I know Anne was on that list, but. This is not a movie that's on my my list for this episode, but it's a great place to mention it because kind of to your point, three of the people on the supporting uh, performances list were from The Humans. Oh, lovely. And including Jane, Jane Howdy Shell herself. Yes. And it was just, and it made me feel the same thing of like, oh, I'm so happy to see someone like celebrating this movie and these performances because like consider that an honorable mention like what a travesty that that movie is same. also not getting yes. celebrated the same way um and so i i uh, you know i mean it's also kind of like you know what a what a great year for for actresexuals in movies if we have if if jane howdy shell and ann dowd and martha plimpton if they could all go under the radar i mean like the fact that Nicole, you know what, is getting still getting nominations Ooh. for being the you know what's uh, is <laughs> is really getting under my nails. But um, but that being said, uh, I was just happy to see also other recognition of other under underappreciated performances like the humans. Yeah, um, and just I guess wrapping up Martha Martha in mass uh, is what I'll I'll say. I just I. I can't get over how good she is or was in that movie. And for anyone who hasn't seen Mass, again, and I, I think Linda Holmes mentioned this in the the Pop Culture Happy Hour episode too. It's like, it's not an easy sell, you know, when you no, hear what yeah. it is. And, and we've talked about that before several times since, but um, it's, it's worth it for the actressing and just like the four of them in general too. And this is not to overshadow Anne, we all know how great Anne is in that movie, but I, I, I think maybe, well, I know that a lot of people are looking over Martha Plimpton, um, and I just think that's criminal. <laughs> so yeah. she's my number three. I love that. I mean, in some ways, I, I think going into that movie, I was, I was familiar enough with Anne to be like, well, I know she's probably going to kill this, so I'm like, I'm ready to have a good time. But I didn't know what to expect from Martha Plimpton. Yeah. I was like, well, I mean. Wasn't she in, I mean, not that she doesn't have a, a meaningful career, but like I hadn't seen her in things that were similar to this. Mm-hmm. Saw her in, you know, in that production of Company. I saw her in The Goonies. I knew that she was on TV, but I was like, what, you know, th- this is Anne's wheelhouse, but like, what's yes. Martha going to do? And then like the surprise factor of Martha Plimpton, it was yeah. like, oh my God. That, like, ugh, yeah. Uh, such a phenomenal performance. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, that takes us to uh, my number two, uh, and I mean, this is this is of course my number two because it is almost my favorite episode that we did from 2021, <gasps> and that is none other <laughs> than "Come From Away." Yes. Welcome to the, welcome to the, welcome to the, 
<laughs> Cue the music. Cue oh the stomping. God. Oh, God. Welcome to that. <laughs> Welcome to the episode. I, um, that was, I mean, so, it was an unexpected accidental uh, miracle um, because, you know, you had watched it and enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, yeah, I think we should do Come From Away. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's do it. And then I, as a curmudgeon, sat down to watch it and just decided, I, you know, as the kids like to say, I chose violence that morning. Yes. And I and we recorded and I was like, I'm not even going to tell them. We're just going to go into it and see what happens. <laughs> and it was such a funny episode. Yeah. And like. The, we we queened out about it in the group chat for just like weeks, and I it was uh, it, like you couldn't we I don't think we could have planned that you know that's true I do th- I, I think really the the afterlife of that episode in our group chat really is like the true BSA uh, the the extension of that episode for sure and all the yeah. memes and and jokes that came. <laughs> yeah after it i i'm so glad you put that yes 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 it was just i mean we have we have very rarely had something on this podcast that one or the other of us didn't like i.e ruth gordon and rosemary's baby but i don't hold a grudge which is important um and (laughs) but this it was like after i'd finished i was like i don't I think I have to just be honest. Yeah. I, I have to say how I feel. And um, it was, you know, and I mean, like, it, it it made me end up appreciating Come From Away in a whole new way. So sure, sure. it was worth it. Um, and yeah, I mean, the group chat queening out. Granted, only two people, three people listening to this will, will uh, fully appreciate that. But um, it's that thing that I think all of us have, that, like, when something goes from, from being a thing you saw to, like, a thing in your like friend your friend group lexicon it becomes the inside joke yes, you know absolutely um, so and i think it really kind of like cemented the group chat that's really what kind of like brought us together like you know yeah yeah unless I, there was one i didn't know about because i know that <laughs> happens sometimes maybe in that group chat but there's another <laughs> one but <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> But yeah, the one the rest of you have had for a year before that was just going strong. Yeah, yeah Colin's still talking about Come From Away. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, somebody send him a gift. Maybe he'll shut up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So that's my number two. Great, great. Uh, my number two, and this is this was almost my number one, but by hair. Um, my number two is the West Side Story remake, uh, and just oh, how yes. much that I enjoyed it i was like at the grocery store yesterday and i found this like really great i actually don't know what magazine it is but it was like this retrospective of like west side story throughout the years from like the movie to like the the broadway like the first broadway show to the movie to the revival of west side story both revivals to the remake and it was like this you know this thick one of those thick magazines you Uh know that and i was just like you're coming home with me like yes i Oh, good. Was really so. Yeah, that's kind of like a little bit of an honorable mention for BSA of the week, I guess. I I haven't even touched it yet because I, um, who cares why I haven't even opened it up? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, yesterday was pretty busy. Uh, I, yeah. but I'm, you know, Ariana DeBose, Mike Faced, Rachel Ziegler, like just the the scope of that movie and what they did with the script and how they just revitalized it and 
in a way that I did not expect that really made me fall in love with it all over again. Um, was just so special and I've seen it twice. I can't wait to see it again. I, I, I will definitely buy it on Blu-ray. You know what I mean? Just to have it. Yeah. Get the um, extras, the yeah. commentaries, oh my God. get all the, yes. all the goodies. Yeah. Yes. So um, I, I'm just so thankful that it, for something that I didn't know at first if we needed, I am most certainly grateful for West Side Story. Yeah, that was really, <clears throat> that could have been uh, a massive disappointment, I feel like, for you in particular. It's kind of like if yeah. there, was a, there was a remake of Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. It's like, Oof. okay, all right, the bar is high, you know? Yeah. Um, do we even need it, you know? And um, I, I have to agree. I thought it was, I mean, West Side Story, yeah, it was amazing. And yeah. Um, yeah. it seems the Golden Globe voters felt the same way. Yes, can't wait to we'll talk about it in the talk after about show. That. Yeah. Well, that brings me to my number one episode of of our 2021 coverage. And I mean, how could I choose anything other than really, I think, our our opus? I think one of uh, a moment that I didn't think we'd pull off. And oh, did we ever. And that was none other than the first annual Westons. Oh, yay. Yeah, that was, I mean... Really, like it was like here is the summation. It was like here is everything. We we've summed it up <laughs> from all corners of of the land of actress sexualism, extra sexualing, and and yes. BSAs, and you know things to queen out about it was just this compendium. It was like a fat magazine in a supermarket. You know what I <laughs> yes, mean? Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I just and I think it was this idea that we like played with and tossed around for a while, and it was like let's do it, let's make it happen, and then we like. We did. We figured out categories. We figured out the lists. It was. We had that production meeting. I mean, yes, it was. Um, that was just. That was just so much fun, and it was a great example of like something being quote unquote a lot of work that was not hard because it was so fun. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, we said it before in different capacities of like, oh, I have to make a list today of like, you know of nominees to be inducted mm-hmm. of just favorite women that I love throughout the years. <laughs> like, right. Yes, this is, what, this yeah. is what I want to do. Right. Right. I can't believe I quote unquote have to do this right now. Yeah. So, um, and it just became this great thing, this great kind of like, you know, Oh, well save it for the Westons. Well, we'll see it at the yes. Westons, you know? Um, so it's like a thing that I love doing and I am looking forward to again this year. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait for new categories. I can't wait for new women Maybe a couple queens along the way. Some male yep. performances I feel like are already brewing. Brewing, excuse me. Um, can't wait. Ugh, to the Westons. To the Ra- Westons. Raises champagne glass, you know? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, here's to you, Celia. <laughs> Get a new IMDb picture. Oh, Lord, I know. We should. That That's what need, we need to petition for. That should be yeah. one of our causes, yes. I think so. I don't know. Do we need to... I, I'm going to go to change.org and just see if anyone started. Yeah, I think it's it's worth our while. Yeah. My number one is a little more silly, um, but I am dedicating my number one spot to Don't Look Up. I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to say that it is it is our Roni episode, which is a best supporting after show episode but really just honing in honing in on roni um of how much of a paradigm shift that was for us both individually and together 
and for yeah. the podcast, just, uh, you know, culturally. And even, I mean, I'll even throw like our, our best supporting, like after, after show when we just sat and talked for like <gasps> two hours straight yep. and just really blacked out. You know, I feel like I'm, yeah. I'm Ramona yelling at Bethany on the couch. We mentioned it all and I blacked out. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I said, but I, I'm just so smitten with it. I'm so glad to be a part of that zeitgeist of, of you know, and like, again, a lot of people, we were a little anxious because it is trash, but it's also something that we really like and really love talking about. And, and then there's so much to learn. Yeah, so, and I, yeah. I think in the in the lens of best supporting actress, I mean, it just feels like the perfect fit. Like we we've talked, you know, we started this podcast with the, what is the quintessential best supporting actress, and I think yeah. you could look at so many of these women and these these characters, really these archetypes, and it's like, oh yeah, like Luann is a BSA, you know? Oh, it's yes. like uh, it's it all of them are really. I mean, mm-hmm. all of them are really BSAs, yeah. and and dollars to. Boston Cream Donuts were doing a BSAs of Roni in 2022. So get ready, listeners. Yeah, once we finish it all and then once we, you know, the casting of like a real life Roni. Like, yep. I, I've been thinking of that lately and I'm, I'm, it's really exciting <laughs> to me. Yeah. So there's some, there's some Roni content. And then I think what we got to really, I yeah. mean, you have a lot more because I, I, we'll talk about it in the after show, but like, Eventually, other than the girls' trip with uh, with Jill and Dorinda, I feel <laughs> like we have to think about what other. I've talked to other people. I keep asking what other what other franchises yeah, do you to? recommend? Where to next? I you know, I, I t- dip my toes into the first season of Jersey. Interesting. Okay. Um, I hear things about you know OC that there's a lot of like Orange County. There's a lot of like just you know. There's Vicky Gunvalson, so yes, you know I don't want to get old. I don't want to get um, old. You know, but then it's like there's Atlantic, there's Potomac, there's Miami. There's it's just Salt Lake. It is, yeah, there's Salt Lake. There's you know there's Melbourne. There's just uh, it's just a beast. But uh, it it really is. I, I was gonna say fascinating. At moments, it's fascinating. When Dorinda and Carol go to London, it's fascinating. Yes, I mean, yeah, that's that's a subset of my number one slot because that's a very special episode, and I just loved mm. it so much. Um, but I'm I'm so glad that because it took us a while to it took me a while to get there, and like kind of revisit it again, and then put it away again, and then revisit it, and then assign it to you. So I'm I'm just excited that we're going, even though you're technically ahead, which I never. <laughs> I really <laughs> the monster you have become. Um, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I I feel like I just sit there with like wide Ramona eyes, just like <laughs> staring at the screen. I just like it. Okay, okay. I just like it. You're um, like really weird. You're like weird. really weird. I have like uh, fifty best girlfriends, and I don't talk yes. to them because I'm watching Roni. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I'm, this is, now I'm just doing an impression of Watch What Crappens, but sure. I have noticed that she does, I mean, that laugh, that the the more the seasons go on, the more the Ramona laugh really clarifies. It really yes. does sound like a far off seagull, you know, finding sure. some beach trash. Yes. <laughs> so Ugh. that's that's the list. We, and we started and ended with Roni. How fitting. How perfect. Of course, all roads lead back to Roni. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. 
So, well, I mean, really, and, and this barely scratches the surface of, of an amazing year. I mean, as I was going through the episodes, there was when we did the three-part series on Getting On. Yes. That was really fun, yes. you know. Um, there was, I mean, uh, oh, God. I mean, like, now I'm blanking on all the wonderful things That's that okay. we did. That's okay. I know. Yeah, I scrolled through all of them. and A great year. A great year for BSAs, and God only knows what what this year has got in store. I think we've started the year off strong with passing yeah. and, um, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, Who we know we'll have another, happen? we know of Roni episodes in the Westons. So, you know, at the very least it's going to be a decent year, you know, yes, on that alone. Yeah. Well, did you have any other feelings, uh, or thoughts or, or celebrations before, uh, <laughs> You know, before we no. go, I feel good. I feel really good about my list. I'm glad we expanded to a, a sort of informal top 10. We'll have to remember that for next year. So listeners remind us it's a top 10. Yeah. But like, you know, maybe the maybe the five through 10 are yeah. kind of a loosey goosey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, keep that in mind. and Don't get distracted because we're being played off right mm. now. Uh, so where can folks find more of you? They can find me on my other podcast, The Good Vanilla, which is a Barefoot Contessa podcast. And uh, you, you can follow me on Instagram at Sydney Ellen Wade. Just yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll get drunk enough this weekend and it might actually happen. I don't know. Uh, I but no, so. for now, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Kuchanov. How about you? Well, you can find more of me on All Right, Mary, talking about season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. You can find me on In the Details, a celebration of nuance. I promise it's coming back because I got to do the nuances, even though it was a, you know, a shorter year of episodes in 2021. There's still a nuances. So, lovely. Uh, you know, there's that. And then, of course, you can find me eh, sort of on Twitter. I don't really like Twitter anymore at Colin Drucker, but more importantly, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. But I'll tell you where I do love Twitter. That's when you want to reach out to us in a best supporting capacity. Then I love Twitter. <laughs> and that's at BSA Bot. Nice. That's a nice spin there. You got back. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Or you can send us an email at thebsapod at gmail.com. Well, keep your BS Atreon peepers peeled because we have an after show that is that is destined to be longer than this episode because there is so much to discuss. There is Golden Globes. There's Pen15. Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets. Whoa. To say nothing of the Roni Roundup, our assignments, our BSAs of the week, and uh, so much more. And if you want to hear all that, you know where to go. It's just patreon.com slash bsapod. Um, but otherwise, that, as they say, is that. <laughs> <laughs>